I'm Lindsay Maloney, and this is the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I built a six-figure coaching business while raising my three babies and working a nine-to-five, and I'm here to help you break free from the hustle mentality that's been holding you back from reaching your full potential so you can know your worth, step into your own power, and of course, book your dream clients. Welcome back to another episode of the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. Today we have Angela with us. I love the conversation we have because Angela actually specializes in helping spiritual coaches and leaders create iconic brands. So we have a really deep conversation about what branding actually means and what it can do for our business when we're really tapped in with what we want our business to look like inside and out. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Angela, thank you so much for being on the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I am so excited you're here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I love what you do, and I would love if you would introduce yourself and tell everyone else about the amazing work you do and who you serve. Of course. So I am a branding and web designer. I work with other spiritual female entrepreneurs to help them create a brand that helps them amplify their impact, income, and visibility. I really love helping spiritual coaches unleash their gifts and help them create a brand that truly reflects who they are and what they're here to do. I love that you help spiritual coaches. That's what stood out to me right away. And that's why I reached out to you. And I feel like, you know, we'll just talk to those spiritual coaches today for the most part. I have a lot of them in my program too. And they're, they are so gifted. I feel like we're all spiritual, but the people who are really tapped in and they're, they're like created a business with it. And they're just so tapped in with what their gifts are. Um, And then here comes you who can help them do all the the, the visibility things. So how did you get started with this and how, what's been your journey to working with people who have those spiritual gifts? Wow. Well, that's a really long story, but <laughs> in a nutshell, um, when I first started out my business, it was kind of like, so more background before that I'm a marketing major. So I was always very marketing, very masculine based. Uh, marketing and like you know all the tools or all the marketing stuff uh, mm-hmm. that's what I was doing at my nine-to-five and then when I switched from my nine-to-five into my business it kind of still had I had that still like masculine marketing mentality when I first started out and then I started really learning more about spirituality and like my spiritual awakening really came at the same time that I started to grow my business And then when spirituality came in and I started learning all of these different things, like things just clicked for me and like my viewpoint changed, my perspective completely shifted. And I was able to like grow my business super quickly. Well, before I was like having like such a hard time getting clients after that, like it became almost effortless. And I was shocked. Like I went from legit offering my branding services for $500 to selling a $5,000 package in less than a month. Um, It was like crazy for me and it was happening like really, really fast. And at the same time I had just um, hired a coach and this man, um, incredible, incredible coach. If you want to know who he is, just send me a message or something. Cause I don't want to like air it out here. 
Um, but he was a mixture of like spirituality helping me tap into my spiritual gifts and business and meshing the two together just made so much sense for me. And I realized that that's truly what I wanted to do and who I wanted to help were those spiritual entrepreneurs who had the spiritual side, but they needed the marketing side, that visibility side, the branding side to help their business grow. I love that story. Um, I think that you, you grew really fast. So did you find that the difference between your slow growth, were you trying to help everyone and you weren't niche down? Is that what, what was kind of holding you back? Yeah, I had no idea who I wanted to serve. I was like just throwing out my services everywhere, like posting on every group I could find, Mark, like branding services and just like, <laughs> like I had no idea what I was doing. It was kind of hilarious now that I look at it. But yeah, I didn't really know who I wanted to work with. And the, like the really key point here is like when I tell my clients when they're looking to find their niche is like, who are you actually excited to work with? Because yeah, I could work with a ton of different people, but like who actually like excites me because mm. I love my clients to death. Like I look forward to our calls and I like, I'm sad when we're done working together. And that's mm-hmm. the type of people that I want to work with. And spiritual entrepreneurs, female spiritual entrepreneurs are like the people that I'm actually passionate about serving. I think that's so important to acknowledge what you enjoy when you're creating a business. And usually when we're trying to help everyone, it's not very enjoyable because it's like you're, I picture it like you're in this big room and you're just like yelling at everyone. Like, this is what I do. This is what I do. You're running around like a crazy person, handing business cards to everybody and just hoping for the best. But then once you niche down, you're just like sitting at your table and everyone knows what you do. And then they come up to you because they want to work with you. Did you find that that was kind of how your shift happened? Exactly. Like people just started coming to me. Like it was, I was getting messages on my inbox. Like, I love your work. I love your style. I want to work with you. Tell me more. Instead of me being, do you want to work with me? Do you want to work with me? Mm -hmm. How can I help you? Like it was completely different approach. It sounds like your mindset shifted from a scarcity to I'm here and I'm ready and I'm open to receive anything that's coming for my business. Totally. Like all of that, like completely shifted as well. Cause it was like a hand in hand thing before um, I started my business and went through like the whole spiritual personal development stuff. I had no idea about mindset, like, like mindset subconscious. Like, of course I knew mm-hmm. what a subconscious was, but I didn't really understand how it functioned. I didn't understand or didn't really know the like scarcity mentality. Like what the fuck is that? You know, mm-hmm. like, that's not something that we're taught in school. Oh no, not at all. We are not taught that at all. And it's, we have to, we have, it's like when you first start your business, I mean, if you have that right away, when you start, bless you, but most of us don't have that. And we have to, it's something that you have to remember. You don't learn it. You just remember like, oh, you know, the world, the universe is so abundant. It's all working out for me you know, if my business came to me as a vision, then it's going to happen. You don't just come up with crap and it doesn't happen. Like it'll happen. You have to just trust. So it sounds like you just trusted and then it's all been working so smoothly for you. And all these clients are coming to you because they want to work with you. So what kind of pain points do these clients have? What are they struggling with when they come to you? Yeah, definitely. So, um, 
I kind of have two tiers of clients that come to me. Um, the first stage are like people who are brand new to business or they kind of have a business, but they're starting to create their online presence, their brand or website. Um, so I work with those clients to help them create kind of like the first draft so that they have something to put up. So that they have something to present, help them create their brand, help them get clear on their message, on their offers, and then create a website that reflects what they're doing. So that's kind of like one of the clients that I've been working with a lot. But lately, I've been shifting my ideal client as because as we grow and as our business evolves, usually the type of person that we work with evolves as well. Mm -hmm. So this new person that I'm working with are female entrepreneurs who have been in business for a few years. And as you know, in business, we grow and shift so quickly and we grow so rapidly that there's a point where your brand and your website no longer reflects what you're doing. Like it's not up to par. It doesn't really reflect your energy. I actually just posted about this. So like, I love that this is a conversation that we're having Yeah, because your brand is a reflection of you. It's a reflection of, it's pretty much the essence of who you are and what you're here to create. So when you have a really incredible entrepreneur who's amazing at what she does, when she has amazing clients, but then you go and look at her brand, you look at her Instagram or you look at her website and you're feeling like, eh, or like blah, or it doesn't really, really reflect what she does. Mm -hmm. It kind of creates this misalignment. Mm -hmm. And it creates a feeling of distress when someone like has an idea of who this person is and they go to their website and that's not reflected back to them. It hurts your business and it's hurting your ability to like get clients. So that's the woman that I'm really interested in working with is helping the women who really want the woman who really wants a brand that reflects the quality of the work that she's here do that she's here to do and the vision that she has. Cause when we start out, we started out creating a brand for, I don't know, our 10 K month or or 5k month. Mm -hmm. But when you're in year two, year three, and you're feeling that bigger vision, you're no longer thinking of a 10k brand. You're thinking of your 20k brand, your 50k brand. What does that brand look like? What does that brand feel like? What is the experience that you want to create? And that's what I'm here to do to help those women create the brand that helps them get to where they want to be. I love that so much. And I, I, I feel the same way. Like I'll find somebody on Instagram and I, I think that they're doing such amazing work and they are. And then I go to their website and it's just like a book cover. If the book cover isn't like juicy to me or doesn't like, like, you know what it, you know what it is like when you're at like Barnes and Noble and you find a book and you look at the cover and you're, I have to have this book right now. And I think that that's that, that first impression is that website. And if it feels dated or doesn't even sound like them, or it looks like they hire somebody to do it and they don't even know how to get into it or change anything. It just feels weird. So I totally get that. And when you were right before you said the word misaligned, that's exactly the word I was thinking. It's misaligned. So if you're in business and you're thinking, well, my website doesn't reflect who I am because we're constantly tweaking our websites or we're revamping it or whatever. How do you tap into the vision and make it visual for the people who come to see you? Because it's not easy for everyone to, to visualize what they want their branding to look like. Like they, 
admire other brands, but that's as far as it goes. Yes. Yes. Completely agree. Um, So part of what I love to do with my clients is helping them get really clear on that vision. And that's honestly where we always start out because like what I always tell my clients, your brand, it always starts with you first. It starts with the mindset work. It starts with you getting really clear. It's all about clarity. Honestly, branding is just clarity at the end of the day. It's just making your clarity look nice Mm -hmm. so that you can actually, so, so people can see your vision. Because that's the thing. You can feel your vision. You can know your vision. But how can you get people to see your vision? And that's what branding is. So what I start doing with my clients is asking a lot of questions. It's just pretty much we get on a call and I ask them a lot of questions about their vision. What do they want their brand to look like, to feel like? More importantly is how do you want your brand to feel? What do you want to be known for? How does that aesthetic move you? Like what actually moves you and how do you want to move your clients pretty much? And then we just start doing a lot of work on really revealing what that vision is. And then we start taking steps. Okay, like now that we know what your vision looks like, how can we actually bring it into reality? So there's like different steps that I go through with my clients, like creating their mood board, creating their color palette, their logos, their photography. I always work with my clients one-on-one on planning their brand photo shoots so that they have photos that really help bring their brand to life. And obviously at the end, we create their website so that not only does it look beautiful, but that it's really strategic and it has the right message to attract their clients. I think that's an important thing at the end that you said that kind of tops it off is, you know, we can get the clients on the website, but then we actually needed to convert to our, to work. We can get the traffic, but then we needed to convert. So what are some mistakes that you see, um, with spiritual coaches or even just any coach that you land, you land on their website and you're like, Oh, cringe because they're doing this. I see you see something all the time. What are some red flags that you can just kind of pick off your brain right now? Oh my God. First major red flag is a website that's too busy. It has Mm -hmm. too many buttons, too many things to look at, too many things to click through. That just overwhelms the viewer. If someone doesn't know where to go, they don't buy. I always say a confused person never buys. Mm -hmm. You have to make it super, super clear. So a website should have like only one to two goals. Like you don't want your website to do everything unless that's what you want your website to do, right? It just depends on what your goals are. But usually my clients, it's one, getting people onto an email list through a really valuable opt-in at the top of the page. And two, getting people to the work with me section and app and getting them to schedule a call. Those are the only two goals. And the whole website is geared to lead you to those pages. So that at the end of the day, you always land into one of those two funnels where you'll either sign up for the opt-in or go to the work with me page and click learn more and schedule a call. So that's kind of like mistake one is one, like having either too many CTAs or call to actions or not having enough, like not having one on every page. You want people to go somewhere after they land on every page. So they're not just like, Oh, now what? I'm done. Right. Mm -hmm. Always want to lead them into like the, work with me page and into like scheduling a call with you. So that's probably like biggest mistake number one. And mistake number two, I would say photography. There's mm-hmm. nothing worse than landing on a website and seeing stock photos that you've seen a thousand times. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Like that just to me, it's like, it doesn't feel personal Mm -hmm. because those stock images you can find anywhere. And I've seen them a multiple times, especially me since I'm a designer. So I look at them. I don't need them anymore, but when I was first started my business, sure. I use stock photos Mm -hmm. and just personally, when I first started my business, I was like, I don't want to invest in a brand photo shoot right now. I'm just going to use stock photography. My website from stock photography to actual photos of me, like the conversion rate went like skyrocketed Mm -hmm. instantly. Having high quality photos that are on brand for you are so, so crucial because we are visual creatures. Like we see things first. And if it appeals to you, if it captivates you, you're going to want to read through it. If you go to a website, the photography is blurry. It really doesn't look good. It doesn't reflect the brand at all, who you are, what you're about, or using stock photography, it doesn't make you want to read through it. But if you look at a website and the photography is amazing and like you really get a picture of who that person is and what that brand is, it makes you interested and interested enough to actually read the content. And that's really important because you have to captivate first for someone to want to read. I love that tip. And I think that's what holds a lot of people back from getting their websites even live. So I always just suggest put something up, get your website going at least, but then plan for some kind of a photo shoot. So for me, I I always think, okay, how we need to update our photos on our website. Like if it's been a few years, we need to go update, but then it just must come so natural to some other people to come up with the theme for their photos for their website. Can you give some tips? um, If somebody knows they need photos for their website, but they're not sure how, how to get started or even how to plan. Do you have some tips for us? Of course. I would love to go through that because I feel like it can feel really overwhelming. Also for anyone that's listening, um, Pick a photo shoot and a photographer that works for you and where you're at in your business. If you're just starting out, please do not pay $1,000 for a six-hour photo shoot. It's completely unnecessary. If you are making a lot of money and you really want a ton of content, branded content for you to use on your website and Instagram, hire a photographer for a full day that costs $2,000 because that's what you need. But like really... Look at where you're at and what your needs are and then evaluate like how you're going to go about it. But if you are planning a photo shoot first, like what is your intention with that photo shoot? Like you can use your photo shoots for one. I always recommend social media. You always want to have really beautiful photos for your Instagram because that really, really pops versus, you know, like the selfie on your camera, like Mm -hmm. It, like having brand photography on your Instagram as well really elevates the look of your business and of your brand and it makes you look more professional and it makes people gravitate to you more because it catches your eye. That post catches your eye because the photo looks so amazing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so like know which one you want because the content and the type of photos that you're going to want to use are different. So say you want to use them both for your Instagram content and your website. First thing that you want to do is really get to know your brand, like have a, have your brand created, have your brand ready so that you know what your color palette is so that you know what aesthetic you're going for. So, um, I always ask my clients three questions when it comes and to tell their photographer, these three, the answers to these three questions, 
first of all, is what is your brand aesthetic? So is it like feminine and bright or is it, you know, dark and edgy? Is it bold and bright? Like, you know, these are styles, right? Like what is the style that you're going for, for your brand and for your photo shoot? Second of all is what are your brand keywords? So if you were to, if you were to describe your brand in five words, what would those be? Like, are you bold, edgy, feminine, empowering? Like what are five words that describe your brand? And then um, the last one is what are your colors? Like what are your brand colors? Because part of a brand photo shoot is making sure that the colors are reflecting your brand. So that means that your outfits, um, the locations that you're using, your props, even like the color of your nails are on brand. I am super picky of like where I'm getting my photos taken, where my clients are getting their photos taken, um, what props they're bringing, if they're bringing crystals or candles or like all props are incredible. First of all, have props mm -hmm. on your photo shoot. Like props are key to like really creating really amazing brand photo shoots mm -hmm. and bringing elements that really reflect your brand. Like if you are a meditation coach, for example, um, bring your candles, bring your crystals, bring your Palo Santo. If you are a business coach and you work on your computer a lot, like have a lot of pictures at a coffee shop with your coffee. If you drink coffee, like if you're a coffee girl and that's what you have every day, like take pictures of you drinking your coffee, working on your computer, having a really cute notebook and pen that are on brand. Um, and like, and when you're trying to think of, um, ideas for your shoot think about your day-to-day -day in your business and in your life because that's what you want to kind of showcase so if you have a really incredible morning routine that you do every day get some pictures of you doing your morning routine if you love coffee for example do the coffee shop pictures or if you like tea if you don't drink coffee don't do the coffee shop pictures you want to make sure that the pictures that you're taking are actually true to you and your brand those are amazing tips. <laughs> um, so do you recommend your clients put together uh, some kind of a board on Pinterest just to get inspiration? Because like for me, uh, I have no, um, let me, what's the right word to say? If, if Okay. If I had to go, if I have to go into a photo shoot and I haven't done one in a couple of years, which is bad for me to have to come up with all of this stuff is so overwhelming. So what is like, where do you find inspiration or where do you suggest to find inspiration? Even just for poses and all of that stuff, where is your go-to? Oh my God. Yes. So, um, I work with my clients on this as well because it can be really overwhelming, especially if you're not like used to it, especially being mm -hmm. like in front of the camera can be really overwhelming. Right. Yeah. So first of all is when choosing a photographer, I would recommend working with a photographer that works with entrepreneurs. Like don't get, I love wedding photographers. Don't get a wedding photographer though, because they don't really know how to help you plan. Mm -hmm. A branding photographer does, and they can help you come up with those ideas if you don't know them. Or work with someone like myself who does branding, who helps their clients plan their photo shoots. But um, two things there. One, always look on Pinterest. I love going on Pinterest and getting ideas. I always have like a board mm -hmm. of what I want, like my brand to look like, even if it's not like, photos of people, but just like have the aesthetic that I'm going for, like locations that I love to have the aesthetic that I like, um, poses, things like that. Have a Pinterest board that you, 
that you can keep all of that in and always show your photographer this. And two, I actually like, if you go on Instagram, you can save pictures to a collection and I have a poses collection on my Instagram where if at any moment I see a photo of someone that I love their pose, I love the location, I save it. And I have that all in one collection and then I can look it over and say like, I love like the coffee shop picture, but like she's doing this really cute pose or she brought flowers, you know, things like that, that add like a really nice touch or maybe like she did the whole like flip your hair or something like that. And I was like, Oh my God, that was so cute. I want to do that. So I save all of those pictures that I love for other people. And then also like really have the aesthetic that I want. I always try to make it like, the pictures that I'm saving have the like aesthetic and the style and the energy that I would love mine to have. Obviously, like you're going to be adapting it to your own brand. So it's not going to like, even if you do the exact same pose, I swear to you, it's not going to look the same. Right. So, like To anyone that's listening, that's like, but I don't want my pictures to look exactly like this other girl. They're not because no one's going to notice anyway. Your colors are going to be different. The locations are probably going to be different. So unless you're like literally like, timing it to a T where you like put positioning your body in the exact same when you're in the exact same outfit or something like that. <laughs> it's not going to look the same. So no worries about that. And um when it comes to photo shoots, prepare, prepare, prepare. Like I have my clients um create a list of all the locations that they want, the types of shots that they want in each location, what props they're going to need and what outfit they're going to wear so that you're prepared and that you know exactly what's happening in which moment. Because if you have an hour with a photographer, you can make it to three locations and use five different outfits if you have it planned. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a plan and you're winging it, you're probably not going to be able to get as many locations, as many outfits, and sometimes even the shots that you want, because some shots do have to be staged. That just reminds me of last time I had my photos taken and I didn't plan anything. I just like threw a bunch of clothes in a bag and, and, <laughs> and went. And then I thought I was in the dressing room and I was thinking, okay, what am, what should I wear? And I thought, Lindsay, this is not the time to be asking yourself, what should I wear? The, t- the clock is ticking. <laughs> and then, yeah, you need, you need to plan it for sure because you're just going to have like all of the nerves and all of the, you have too many things going on. So planning is a definite key and having somebody to tell you what to do and how to plan it is the next thing. So I love that you are there to guide people to do this because, you know, when I look at your website, it's just so on point, your Instagram is on point. You're helping people tap into their brand identity and that's what they need. So what kind of transformation do these coaches have once their identity is theirs like they they finally claimed it do you see like this big transformation in their business once they have it oh my god 100% like it's crazy um i always think about it as like makeover you know like when you see the girl that like walks in and like you know her hair is a mess she doesn't really feel confident in her like outer appearance and not like I'm all about inner beauty, but Mm -hmm. we want our outer beauty to match our inner beauty. And that's Mm -hmm. what we're talking about here. So like, I love that. I just want to make that disclaimer so that people are not like, (laughs) 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 but I think about it as that makeover. Like 
when they have their hair done, their makeup done, um, they change their hair, their clothes are just on point and they feel so confident. They mm -hmm. feel on fire, like the way they stand, the way they walk, the way they smile, the way that their light, that their eyes shine is different. Mm -hmm. And that's what branding does. Like having a brand that truly reflects who you are makes you feel so confident because you have no idea. Like I know so many entrepreneurs that are like, oh, I don't need the website. It's just not important right now. I'm going to wait until like, you know, I booked at my program, blah, 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 right mm -hmm. up. Right? And then I ask them, how's your website? And they're like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, I, oh, it's like, I built it myself like three years ago. I hate it. I never sent anyone into it. <laughs> that right there is an energy leak for you. Like it's mm -hmm. something that you shoved into the dark corners of your mind, but it's still there. So whether you're aware of it or not, it is affecting you. And it's kind of like when you, and since everything is connected, if you're settling in one area, it bleeds into other areas. Mm -hmm. So when these women that I work with take the stand to like, you know, I'm actually going to make this investment and it's important for me. The way they show up is different. They're super confident. I've had clients who like, and this is the power of this. And this is the power of investing in yourself. I had a client come to me. She is an incredible skin care coach. Sorry, I have a really hard time saying that sometimes. It's a total tongue twister for me. So, <laughs> um, so she came to me before. She was like only charging hourly sessions. We started working together. We got really clear on her vision. We created all of these new incredible packages and pricing. This is way before we even started working on her brand because this is where I started out with my clients is on mm -hmm. that piece. After our first few sessions together that she had her new packages and all this created, she signed on two clients. Wow. That was just from that. Like, wow. Before we even started working on her brand, because she had offers that she was really excited for. Because when she was like charging hourly, she didn't feel excited by it. She felt overwhelmed whenever she got a client. No wonder she wasn't attracting clients to her, right? Right. Another client, we started working together. We were creating her brand. Within less than a month of working together, she signed on a 12K client paid in full. Amazing. Like these incredible results. I had another client who um, was having a really hard time with like vulnerability because she was um, a holistic health coach and she talked a lot about body image, but she had a really, she still kind of struggled sharing her own journey. And in our work together, we really helped her discover like what she was truly passionate about. And when she started talking about it, her audience grew so quickly like she like it was incredible like she went from having like 2000 followers to like getting 500 followers overnight something like wow. that from one post because she was so raw and vulnerable and people could see that and she was like oh my god like this has completely shifted the way that i show up online i've had clients like start doing lies when they've never done it before and it's all because they feel so confident in who they are and that they have that backing where they have a foundation where they can like, yes, go look at my website, go mm -hmm. look at this because they're confident because they've actually taken the time to build it with someone that can help them 
create a brand that reflects their vision. I love it. I, I picture um, you, like you talked about the makeover at the beginning and I keep picturing somebody who's, well, if I look at myself right now, I'm wearing this really old sweatshirt and I'm almost ready for bed. <laughs> and, but if somebody gave me like this new amazing outfit and like did my hair and then I felt so fresh and like myself, then you feel unstoppable. So I love how you're tapping into um, the inner beauty and shining it out so these amazing people can go forward and share their gifts. So you're amazing for doing that. And you've shared so much with us tonight or today, whatever you're listening to this. So thank you so much. And I know there's people who are so curious as to what it's like to work with you. So how can they find out what the journey would be like working with you, Angela? Of course. So, um, Definitely go, um, two places that you can really find me are my Instagram and my website. So we're probably going to leave all these links in the comments just in case you or in the description, just in case you weren't able to follow them. Uh, but my Instagram is by.angelagarcia and my website is soul, S-O-U-L, Cove creative.com so that's soulcovecreative.com i'm currently in the process of actually rebranding my business so interesting of course you are i'm actually switching from my old brand soul Cove creative to a personal brand to my name so that was like an incredible journey so right now my instagram is like my personal brand and my website is still my old one i like Honestly, I give everything to my clients and I like barely ever work on my own website, which is like probably should take some more time to actually do that. <laughs> but as for now, when you're listening, it might be silkercreative.com or it might be by Angela Garcia. It'll be a surprise. Yeah, it'll be a surprise. <laughs> Stay tuned for that since this podcast episode is launching later than when we recorded. Um but yeah, on my website are all is all the information. If you feel called to it at all, please just send me a message and we can just have a conversation about it. Like no pitch to see if I can support you in your journey and what you're here to do. And if I am the right person to help you create your brand. Um, but as far as that goes, my branding and website experience is three months. We work together to create your brand your website, help you refine your messaging and just get really clear on who you are, what you're here to do and your prices and your offers. Amazing. We will put Angela's links in the show notes, of course, and you might witness her transformation by the time this episode airs and please go share, share with her what you, your thoughts about the, about the episode. If you have questions about branding, she has a five day branding challenge. We'll put in the links as well and make sure you share um, your love because this is such a good episode. And I think it's going to really empower people to tap into what they want their brand to look like. And you're going to give them the tools to make it happen. So thank you so much for being here, Angela. It was so amazing to speak with you. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I am so grateful for you. and I want to be sure you are a part of my free community. Go to dreamclientcommunity.com and join our free Facebook group. We have all kinds of cool things happening every single day, so don't miss out. 
Also, if you love downloading freebies, check out my freebie vault on my website by going to lindsaymaloney.com, selecting freebie vault, and there you can download all the things that will help you start and scale your coaching business. And if you're feeling extra generous, be sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode.